I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Thatcher, welcome to Puckle Trivia Rewind, where we play old trivia segments from our show, Puckle Podcast. You can be sure to go over to the main feed, Puckle Podcast, where we listen to this podcast. And get more goodness. We talk more in depth about other Pokemon topics and whatnot, as well as have up to date trivia. But right now, you're hitting Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And that's great because now Stack Attack and Blacephalon are still there. Toucanic can still be an answer. And things are just going swimmingly. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment of Pokemon Trivia. the puckles pokey quiz this is the segment of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate pokemon knowledge so of course that means no internet for you guys that's a no-no you can't look things up you got to use what's in your heads uh we've got five questions today uh one one point per question however one of these questions will have a bonus point and on top of that they have a hint they can use as a lifeline however if they get all the questions correct without using the hint they can get a another extra point for a possible total of seven points today Last week, the ladder was reset because Scrawn hit 30 points, and this is a race for, to 30 points, so whichever co-host hits 30 points first gets to win a Pokemon plush from Pokemon Center of $20 or less in value of their choosing. So you guys, you guys are in competing, you know? You guys are going to be close to the top. Right now, Whimsicott is standing alone on the leaderboard. Yeah, but what if I don't want a plush? What if I want a... Well, you can get uh, a gallery figure for, like, 16 bucks. Yeah, I'll there let you go. buy anything for under $20 on PokemonCenter.com. I don't care. Just make but it from PokemonCenter.com, and I'll buy it for you. But what if I want a Switch? <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a $20 <laughs> discount. I'll give you a $20 credit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, so that is... <laughs> that. Those are the, that's what you're playing for today, guys. Um, Play for switch. Oh you guys are all competing against all the rest of the co-hosts for to see you can get to thirty points first. Of course, uh, you guys are both at zero. Whimsicott's the only one with seven points actually right now. She has seven points, um, so she's the one to beat. However, you are they, so today they are working as a team to earn these points, and they'll be answering the questions together. So if you guys are ready, though, I have the first question. I am totes ready. All right, question number one is what Pokemon and its evolution have the same base stat total? There's only one Pokemon family in all of Pokemon that when it evolves, it doesn't change its base stat total, just its base stat distribution. Who is it? 
Oh, total, but not distribution. Uh, or distribution, but not total. Okay. Um. Huh. Yeah, I was like, I was like, there's one that just evolves and still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um. I was trying to think. It'd be something probably either like defensive or highly offensive that switches around. Well, I feel like well, it could be that, but it could also be something that like because um, you know there was all those old uh, evolutions that got new ones, right? Like, yeah. um, and so maybe maybe it's one of those ones, like one of those like overpowered. Oh, 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 uh, Scyther and Scizor. That actually might be right. I think it is because well. And I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm basing this off of Little Cup. Because <laughs> still had its defenses don't go down, I believe, and it doesn't have a high enough speed. Because Scyther's got like I think it's 100 the speed or something like that. Is it higher? How much speed a- does Scyther has? Because it goes down like by 60, and Cy- and Caesar gets like a massive defense boost as well as an att- a decent attack boost. <clears throat> so I don't know if that's exactly right. I guess Scyther, Caesar. I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, Sasor, Caesar, Sasor, Caesar. Do it. Go. That is correct. It is Scyther and Scizor. They both have a base stat total of 600. So there, there you have oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, base stat total of 600. It's nutsos, guys. It's just, uh, it's crazy. Because, or not 600, 500. My apologies. Mega Scizor has 600, but uh, they both have 500, which makes Scyther like ridiculous in Nintendo official Little Cup. Because Nintendo official Little Cup stupid and unbalanced. Yeah. Uh, so, but in regular Little Cup, like the real the real game, it's not so bad. <laughs> but that is a point for you guys so far. So this next question, uh, question number two: What does the Z stand for in Z Move? There's an official answer actually in the game. Yes. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I mean, I've had this question before. No, you didn't. And that is correct. I've, I've heard this. I've heard this. <laughs> that is correct. It was probably from Linian. Uh, yeah, it probably was. Yeah, because <laughs> Linian gave me the question. So that yeah, is okay. correct. That is uh, that is two points for you. The Z and Z move stands for Zenith. There you go. Thanks, Linian. All right. So this next question is from Scrawn. <laughs> Although this Pokemon is native to Kanto, it was impossible to catch it in the wilds of Kanto until Generation Two. Who was it? Bum, bum, bum. And it was only one? It's just one Pokemon, yes. One Pokemon. So so the example would be like, um, I'm going to give you one that it's not. So Farfetch'd, right? It was in the Kanto Pokedex, uh-huh. but it would people wouldn't call it a Kanto Pokemon because you could only catch it in the wild in Johto, right? And so, right. so there's a Pokemon in the Kanto decks that in Generation 1 was in the Kanto decks, but you couldn't catch it in the wild in Kanto. And then in Generation 2, you can start catching it in the wild in Kanto. Okay. okay. So, so it, must something... been, it must have been a trade Pokemon, right? Oh, wait, you can't it. catch it in the wild? You can't catch it in the wild until Generation so you can't... 2. So does that mean you can or cannot? So you can't acquire it? No, you can't acquire it. You can't acquire it. You just can't catch yeah, it in the wild. That's that what I'm saying. It must have been. Because you can't catch a Porygon. You can catch it in Generation 2, though, in the wild in Kanto. Right, I oh. thought that was the question we were asking, or no? Yes, that is the question I'm asking. I wanted to, you can catch it in Generation Two, but you can't catch it in Generation One. But you can obtain it in Generation One. Right. So, 
Oh, oh, that's a really confusing question. So it wouldn't be poor he got because he still couldn't catch it in the wild. He thought, like, oh god. So it's a, so it seems to me, Shamu, that it's a that it's a trade Pokemon or one. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, the traders. And, yeah, and it's something that you can. Um, and it's th- it's throughout like red and blue and yellow. You can't catch it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. Trying to. Th- I'll confirm for you that it was like a trade. A, it was okay. a trade. Yes. So okay. is this like a um one one of all the trades that I'm thinking is like so you know how you have to trade um well I don't know if you have to but um. In order to get like Nidoking King and Nidoqueen, Queen, if you start a trade one way, then you can get the um, the final evolution of that trade. Um, okay. I don't know if that tra- I don't know if you can catch like the final evolution of one of those two in um, the actual game or not. Oh, cause I don't. Oh God, I am just like. Nidoking oh, no, King a, and Nidoking Queen evolve via Moonstone. I'm just going to give you that one for yeah. free. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't like. No, just, I don't feel sad. <laughs> because is this just the base of a speed, or is it any single Pokemon? So, for example, it's just a God. It's just a. I don't know. This is a dumb question. It's a Pokemon you can trade for <laughs> it, in game. No, I'm saying because like now it goes to the point. Oh, so can you catch it? Like, would that include Nidoking? King? Because that means that for example, we can't catch it. But what if we could? No, mm. no. You so can catch. You can catch. You can. So it's the whole evolutionary line. Okay, that helps. Okay. Okay. Cool. Because you can get that. Okay. Um. Okay. Well. Okay. So what are the Pokemon that we can trade in? Um. Let's do that. Because I, cause offhand, I don't really even know what we can trade. Um, I don't remember any Gen One trades really. Okay. So, um. You trade an. Oh, what about what it. about Jinx? Can you catch Jinx in the wild in in Gen two? I don't know. In the, in Gen two, in, I don't know if you can catch them in Kanto. Or can you? Because I I don't remember being able to catch them in Gen if, one. In, the only place it would be probably Sea from Islands. Um, there was all there. You can also do you can you can also get a Lickitung. Can you can you find those and can you yeah, trade it's them like and tongue. it's like a tongue. It is? Okay. I, that's all, you trade for that, and I don't remember ever seeing one in the wild. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to go. Well, well I need but an you're supposed to be able to see it in see it in the wild in Gen 2, though. Yes. I'm pretty in sure Kanto. In Kanto in Gen 2. I'm pretty sure it's in Kanto. Okay, then let's go look at time. That is unfortunately uh-huh. incorrect. The answer is Mr. Mime. Uh, oh. Mr. Mime. Oops. Mr. Mime. I'm double-checking for you, though. Because, uh, mm. so I'm looking at, uh, what is it called? Lickitung? Where's Route 44? That's in Johto, right? You can catch them on Route 44 in Johto. You cannot catch them in uh, in uh, in uh, Kanto, though. It's one of those other Pokemon that was Gen 1 trade only, and then you could catch it in Johto later on. Oh. So, uh, but the answer is, unfortunately, Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime. All right, though, Dang. moving on. <laughs> Next question is the bonus point question. You guys are still at two points, so you're not doing too bad. So this next point question is worth two points. If you can give me two answers, there's actually five answers to this question, but I only need two of them. Okay. So in Pokemon Sun and Moon, they programmed the heavy ball completely stupid. And it's actually impossible to catch a couple of the Pokemon, five of them to be exact, 
with a heavy ball in Pokemon Sun and Moon. They did fix it in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. What Pokemon could you not catch with a heavy ball? It was it's physically impossible to catch with a heavy ball. In what game? Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. Or... Hmm. I I don't even know how it was. Per, I don't know. I never looked into this. I don't I have no clue because it's one of those things where is it was it programmed the opposite? Was it programmed? It was an accurate? oversight. It was an oversight in the in the calculation. So apparently so they they cranked up the settings all the way up. Pretty much, okay. yeah. And it was just an oversight, and so five Pokemon got and got screwed and couldn't be. So we're looking balls. for probably the lightest five Pokemon, pretty much. Which I'm pretty sure two five, of them are like Gastly and Haunter. Uh, that wouldn't be the right, because it's not just weight that the capture rate's based on. It's also based on the capture rate of the Pokemon. Oh. Oh. Oh, um, wait, so could this be Pokemon that can't be catch normally, too? No, bet, you, no, you can catch them normally. You can catch them. You can catch all five of these normally throughout your playthrough of Sun and Moon. I, oh. I bet I bet you, it, just based on the on the capture rate thing, I'm betting it's, like, it, like I bet... I'm pretty. It's probably the tapus. What would be the? I guess be, I'm okay with that. I, I really have no clue. Because because the um the capture rate on them was really low, and I remembered hearing people complaining about like they couldn't they couldn't get Pokemon in the balls that they wanted, and it was they were having issues with the tapus. And I I didn't remember what ball it was, but I'm I'm just I'm just guessing that it happens to be the heavy ball because that's the question. I'm just trying to so, figure out if the heavy ball can get a lower capture rate than a beast ball. With that, because if that is true, then sh- yeah, that's hundred percent accurate. Because I I have done beast ball tapus. Well, like, he's saying he's, he's I don't, saying I, that it's it was, impossible. I'm just thinking like, can the capture rate go down that low on a pokeball? Well, Thatch is telling it was an oversight and that there was an yeah. issue, like an actual issue. So it's not we're I, not playing on the same field. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? I, I I'll agree with tapus. I really don't know. Is that I your no final idea. answer? I remember people being super pissed, so I, I'm pretty sure it could have been a different ball, but I'm pretty sure. So, Tapus. Yeah. That is correct. That's four of them. Yeah. Uh, so, there's a fifth one. You also can't catch Beldum. Is Beldum. Oh, Beldum. Oh, yeah. Beldum. You can't get Beldum with a heavy ball? Yeah, you can't catch Beldum with a heavy ball. That's because ridiculous. The way the heavy ball works is unlike other Pokeballs in that it deals with subtractions. And not just multiplications. So it is impossible right. to go below zero. And if you go below zero, you end up not catching the Pokemon. So if the Pokemon has a capture rate of 20 or less, which the Tapus and Beldum do, and they weigh under 220 pounds, which the Beldums and the Tapus do, you can't actually not catch them in Sun and Moon. They did fix this calculation so that it bottoms out at like one or something in Pokemon Sun and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So it's not, you can catch them now, but back then you couldn't. Mm. So that that is the answer. So you guys have four points so far out of five. And as always, the last question is always a base stat total question. So as or not based at total, but based at question. So I want to know out of all water type Pokemon, who has the highest defense stat? What is either hint? Because we can't catch it in. Oh, that's true. Uh, this is a dual type with ice. <laughs> uh, uh, Cloyster is maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what goes. Yeah, that is Cloyster. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That is correct. It is Cloyster with a base 180 <laughs> defense. So that gives you guys five points for today. So, of course, with the yeah. trivia score, that leaves Whimsicott in first place with seven points, followed up by a tie in second place of Basket and Shamu with five. And on to 
Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the segment of the show where we quiz your co-host with their innate Pokemon knowledge. So, of course, that means no laptop screens. Uh, laptops particularly is something I decided to say, I guess. No, no internet, guys. You have to use what you know. Hopefully, you can figure out what's going on in these questions and you can answer them to the best of your ability that you are competing as a team to get today against the rest of the co-host and the squad. Of course, that means that we have five questions for you guys today. We have five questions all worth one point a piece. However, one of them will have a bonus point and you have one hint that you can use as a lifeline throughout the question and answer session. And if you answer all of the questions correctly without the hint, you can get all seven points. So, Didn't we get a perfect score last time that we were did, on together? Yeah, yeah. I, well, right. last time you were on, I no think. No pressure. It doesn't matter. The ladder recently reset, so I think this is like the third episode with the new ladder. So you'll be fine. And we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, you are competing against the other co-hosts of the podcast for a, po- a plush from PokemonCenter.com, or I guess anything from PokemonCenter.com of $20 or less value. Because Basket had to go ahead and make a uh, be pedantic about it. And <laughs> we are, of course, going to be going ahead and asking questions. So if you guys are ready, I've got them ready for you. I'm down. Let's go. All right. So Born ready. Question number one is what is the only region in Pokemon that has two lighthouses? Huh. Um, I feel like it might be Unova. No, wait. Mm. Two lighthouses. Two lighthouses. Let's think of the lighthouses. Well, obviously, there's the one in uh, Johto in Olivine. Yep. yep. Um, what about, like, Bill's Lighthouse? Okay, so are we no, talking... Wait, that was in the anime, or was that in... Are we talking in, video game stuff? Video like, game. In video what game. context? Okay, that, I want to make sure. It's like, well, really? You can just find a lighthouse wherever. Um... <laughs> Right? <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. I feel like Hoenn definitely had a lighthouse. Did it? I don't know. I actually, hmm, this is harder than I thought was, it should be. Was there, was there one in fourth gen anywhere? Uh, I feel like there might be one in Sunny Shore, but I'm not sure. Because it's I mean, been so long since I played fourth gen. Does Alola have two lighthouses? It is like a bunch of chains of islands. I don't think there's any lighthouses in Alola. Um, nah. You just go surfing at night and everyone's fine with it. Um, I was thinking... No. 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 Um, okay, so let's discuss what regions we know that it's not so we can make a decent guess. It seems like it's not Kalos, right? Mm-hmm. We're, think- we're not thinking of Kalos. Not Kalos. I don't think it's Kanto. Right? Like, that's no lighthouse right. in Kanto. Not Kanto. Um, not Alola, to our knowledge, right? Yeah. Right. I don't remember there being a lighthouse in Alola. Oh, wait, there is the one. There is one in Alola. Is it in um, Yeah, like Pony, it's like in a Pony? hard to access. It's really hard to access, isn't it? It's would... on uh, Melee Melee, I thought. No, I thought it was Coney. It was Coney Coney wait. City Lighthouse. Yeah, that's, that's the one I'm thinking. Um... The one with the rock specialist. I'm so done with the Lola, you guys. Um, I'm going to need an answer. Okay. I need an answer. We're, okay, I understand that you need an answer. Just let us... I'm going to go with Alola, because why not? 
I mean, I you know what? I don't, I have nothing to prove. I've won trivia championship before, so I don't care if we're wrong. Why not? Okay, Alola, it is. That is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is uh, Owen. Uh, in Slateport and Lily Cove cities, there are both lighthouses. Um, that was close, though. You're thinking a lot of water, and I think the region with the second most water would be Owen. So you were getting close. Owen be hauling us. Mm. That's okay. Can't be perfect. No. All right. So this next question is from Linian, so you know it's going to be good. <laughs> so in black and white, dive could be obtained in the post game to obtain items from the Abyssal Ruins. What item in the Abyssal Ruins was worth the most money? I have written down in my notes the most cash dollar dollar bills, y'all. But uh, this is the, the most, most asininely like arbitrary question. Like this uh, leads to this to this, and what is its value? I'm like, well, no, which one was just worth the mm-hmm. most? That's the big thing. What's, mm-hmm. the, what's the big item mm-hmm. you're going down to the Abyssal mm-hmm. Ruins for? It wasn't the relic crown. Did we sell the relic crown? I thought that was how you got like the plates, the Arceus plates. You could get those. Them probably aren't too. as much. Mm. Yeah, why not relic crown? I don't even care, Linian. Why are you asking this question? I'm mad at you now. That is correct. The answer is the relic crown. It's worth like three million Poke dollars or something like that. It's absurd. Like a large sum of yeah. money. But yeah, Interesting. That is correct. So this next question is written by me, but uh, Mewtwo has a birthday. Um, this was originally going to be the, do- the bonus point question, but I came up with a better bonus point question. <laughs> so I'm just going to ask you guys for the month of Mewtwo's birthday. Uh, canonically, it is, it, it is in the video games. Uh, in the February, 6th. it is. Yeah, thank and you for knowing that. I was going to guess February, but I didn't know the day. I, I would have given you two points with that originally, but I have a better double point answer. But that is correct. The answer is February sixth. That is Mewtwo's birthday. Uh, you can learn that in the Cinnabar Island Mansion in uh, in Kanto. You can learn that Mewtwo was born on February sixth. So that was quick. That according was according to the lab. According to the lab. So that's two points for you guys so far. So the what next going to be the second part. Oh, that was uh, just the day. <laughs> Like the month of the day. I was just going to be nice to you guys. Uh, <laughs> but this next one is has three answers. I only need two of them. One point for each answer. If you get all three, you get bragging points. So I want to know, there are two. There are only three Pokemon, it turns out, that are capable of learning both a one-hit KO move as well as an accuracy-focusing move, such as Lock-On or Mind Reader. Um, they, Interesting. There's only three of them that are capable of learning both of those moves. Who are they? Uh, just one point for each answer. Um, wasn't there some talk about the Fissure Machamp coming back up with uh, from Gen 1 if you could get the ability? So I, thought, I feel like... Yeah, but that's not a focusing move. It's a focusing move. Oh. Um, that's the no-guard Machamp. It's also impossible to do, by the way. Yeah, because they, they... Yeah. They, they force you to get uh, hidden abilities when you bring them up from Virtual Console. So, okay, we, our moves are Fissure, Sheer Guillotine... Cold. And horn drill, sheer cold. Okay, yeah, sheer cold is another one. Can Lapras here like learn any boosting moves? I can't think of any. Any, it might, but I don't. I don't know what it is. You of course still have your hint as well. Okay, I feel like let's take the hint. Yeah, yeah, we might as well since we're not gonna. Okay, so all of these Pokemon are from Gen two or before, um, and. One of them is an oddball, but let's see. I don't know how else to describe them. Um, they 
Uh, mind reader is the move that you really want to focus on, though one of them can learn lock on and mind reader. Um, but mind reader is the move you want to think about, and I would I would I'm going to say I believe it is uh, sheer cold is the combination mind reader sheer cold mm-hmm. is the combination. What a strange combination! And they're both those Pokemon are actually Gen One Pokemon. I can get those. What a fascinatingly <laughs> strange combination. Well, I know Polyrath is one that can get Mind Reader. Can it get Sheer Cold? I highly doubt it. Okay, and then, like, uh, Articuno can learn Mind Reader. I could see... If Articuno learns Mind Reader, I can definitely see Articuno learning Sheer Cold. Okay. And then I'm pretty sure one of the Hitmons learns Mind Reader. But would it learn Fissure? Maybe. I feel like it wouldn't. I don't but, know. Uh, I, I feel Articuno for sure. Yeah, Maybe Articuno is like a point. I think we've got that. Um, that was in the bag. Are they both? Uh, that's, did you say they were both sheer cold or just one of them? Uh, one of them is for sure. I'm double checking okay. myself. But. I just wasn't sure if that was something that you had said or not. Um, eh. Oh, it's actually like, it's a, okay. So one of them is mind reader sheer cold. One of them is mind reader fissure, and then one of them is literally all of them. Okay, Lapras learns also, like everything. Well, I mean, yeah. Why Only not? two of these Lapras, Pokemon are from Gen One, and then one of them's from Gen Two. Interesting. 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 Yeah. Hey. Hey. Oh. Oh. What if we said Smeargle? Oh. Yeah, that works. Let's go Articuno and Smeargle. Yeah, there you uh, go. I like it. That is correct on both accounts. Articuno and Smeargle can both do it. Uh, the other answer is Polyrath. Um, Polyrath is a uh, Fissure Mind Reader. Fissure and Mind oh, Reader. Oh, Fissure. Fissure. Okay. Polyrath can learn Fissure in Gen 1, and then you can bring it up, and it can learn Mind Reader later on. All right. I'm glad I thought of the Smeargle trick. Yeah, that was, yeah that's Smeargle good. is the Smart. other one. That is correct. So that is four points so far for you guys. Let's see if we can go for five. Uh, this is the fifth question, and as every, it is every week, it is a base deck question because you got to train those kids to know what good Pokemon are and get a, get a feeling for natural bulk. And so today I want to ask about HP because I find HP is actually the hardest one to do all the time because you never think about base HP. <coughs> and I want to know what grass-type Pokemon has the highest base HP of all grass-type Pokemon. Well, it's not Blissey. No. Uh uh, is, it is it, it um, is it Go-Go? I think that could be it because Go-Go stats is it. Yeah, I think you're right. I would guess Go-Go. Yeah, I, mm. there's not like HP bulky grass types, and I remember I don't know why, but like Go-Go's stat spread is weird. It has this deceptively high base stat total, and you would never think that because of how it spread. So I feel like high HP and low every. Like lower other stuff would make sense for it. Yeah, I feel like Go Go is the way to go. Then that is correct. Go 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 Goat is uh, the oh. answer with a base one twenty three uh, base HP. That is that's okay, good. I was lo- I was low key panicking and thinking it was a Moongus at the last second after I said it. So I'm pretty happy that it's Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good for you guys because today you guys uh, got a few points. You got five points. That puts you in a. Uh, it looks like. A four-way tie for second place currently <laughs> because it's only been two weeks two through three weeks since uh we reset the ladder 
So let me go ahead, sort the columns. And right now, in first place, we have Whimsicott with seven points. Tied for second, we have a four-way tie with five points. We have Shamu, Basket, Sublime, and Gator, all with five points. Tied for sixth place, we have Sigma and Scrawn with one point apiece. And then everybody else has yet to get on the board. So, <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> Welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge and how much they know and stuff like that and all of their know-how and everything. I filtered the questions from our from our listeners because some of them get really scary specific and I feel are not appropriate for this show. But if you are... Uh, we have uh, Basket and Gator here today. They are going to be operating as a team if you are new to this segment. We... Have them compete against all the other co-hosts to as a race to thirty points because whoever wins it gets a twenty dollar plush or because baskets pedantic uh, twenty dollars <laughs> of credit towards stuff at PokemonCenter.com uh, and he can uh, go ahead and I mean I guess you can get that really cool let's go Pikachu let's go Eevee Nintendo Switch yeah twenty dollars yeah. off baby twenty dollars off I think it's already like four hundred dollars so. I know, right? It's awful. But you can go ahead and get yourself uh, one of those. It is a race to 30 points, like I said. We are going to be asking them five questions today, in which they'll be answering together and ranking themselves up on the leaderboard. And so five questions, one point per question. One question will have a bonus point, and they have one hint that they can use as a lifeline. However, if they get all the questions correct without using that hint, they can get a possible total of seven points today. So if you guys are ready, I've got a bunch of questions to fire oh, at I'm you. Ready. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, what is the only non-generation seven Pokemon to have a shiny lock, meaning that you can't catch it in a shiny form legitimately? So wait, wait, can you say the question again? So in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, what is the only non-generation seven? So generation six and below. Pokemon to have a shiny lock, meaning that you can't catch it shiny. So I want to say Zygarde. I don't think you can get a shiny card. Zygarde. Can you get a um, uh, can you get a shiny Lando T? Do you know? Um, I don't. I don't shiny hunt, so this is hard for me. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, it's Zygarde of all, all the ones that are that are huntable. Okay, let's let's go with Zygarde. Zygarde is your final answer, and that is correct. Zygarde cannot be obtained shiny. Uh, That's why it was such a big deal to be able to get the shiny Zygarde over the summer, by the way. Reminding me of which, I have the code sitting on my desk that I have yet to redeem, so I should do that sooner rather than later. Um, But yes, Zygarde, you cannot obtain shiny legitimately in uh, Pokemon so far, except through events. Just like they did the same thing with Xerneas and Yuvetal last generation as well. And they do it with a lot of the legendaries in general. Like the Tapus, you can't get shiny legitimately except for Tapu Koko through the event. And even then, it's nature locked. So have fun with that. (laughs) All right. So the next question, we're talking about Gen 5 again because all the Gen 5 love. In Generation 5, there were three Dragon-type Pokemon that were guaranteed to be shiny. One of them was a Haxorus that you could get from a special event. And there are two more. 
Um, all I need is one of them. I'll accept one. You can, if you give two though, you get, you get, uh, you get thatch points and those, those count for literally nothing, but you can, you can keep track of them yourselves. I would say Hydragon. These are guaranteed to be shiny. Guaranteed, by the way. Like these, you are like gifted the shiny Pokemon. Oh, okay. And they're, and all three are dragon types? Uh, well, three of them and one of them I already gave you is Haxorus because like there's an area you can go to and there's a guaranteed shiny Haxorus in it in Generation 5. Um, this is specifically also in Black and White 2. Uh, you get dragon type Pokemon shiny. Okay, so what are what are the Gen five dragon types, right? So you have you have uh, um, uh, the one I already said, Hydreigon. Then you have. Um, I think you get Dratini. You have, Is it Dratini? Because you can get the shiny Dragonite. Yeah, let's 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 do that. I'm pretty sure um, if we only have to do one, we're going to do Dratini. Okay, let's do that. Dratini. Dratini is correct uh dratini and gibble depending on whether you had black or uh, white, black black two or white two you got one or the other yeah i only played white two so i didn't know you could get a gibble <laughs> yeah i mean there's not really a difference with shiny gibble anyway so who cares and Dr- shiny dratini is much different but yeah you could get a you could get gifted either a shiny dratini or a shiny gibble and then you could also catch that shiny haxorus like i was mentioning lots of was, guaranteed shinies use, i didn't want to use the hint because i was gonna ask <laughs> if, if uh, <laughs> If uh, it needed to be like if it was Gen Five, or if yeah. it was just that you could find them in Gen Five, so because I was thinking that it might have been, um, oh my gosh, Garchomp. But oh right, so uh, moving on. These are all questions from Linian, by the way. The next one is also the last Linian question. Then we'll move on. Get uh, out of here, Linian. Go away. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are uh, there are two Monosteel type evolutionary families. Uh, one of them being just Registeel. The other one actually being an evolutionary line. What is it? Uh, um, just solo steel typing. Solo steel um, typing throughout the entire throughout the entire evolutionary line. Uh, um, is it that would clink? be that would be clink clang? Yeah, the clinks, right? Because they don't have any other typing, and they're steel throughout, right? Gator. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, I want to go with the clink clang line. Line. That uh, is correct. Yay! I cut you guys off while you were thinking. It's fine, uh, but that that gives you three points so far for today. You're going. You, got, you almost got that perfect score. Clink clink line is the only one that legitimately just goes all the way steel. Who would have thought, right? I I always thought there were more. I never realized that until recently. But I guess uh, the other ones that you could think of are like Maw Isle. Maw Isle used to be pure steel, but now it got the fairy typing fairy and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. We probably got some retcon steel fairies because steel fairies like everywhere, man. I swear. Um, yeah. But the next one is from the Hey Real Geiger. Um, so he wants to know. This is um, uh, two points. So there are only three ghost po- post uh, three ghost Pokemon lines that can learn tackle by level up at level one. Um, name name two of them. There's three of them, but uh, you two, we'll take two. Okay, tackle, uh, tackle on a ghost type. So, how can you get tackle on a ghost type Pokemon? That's literally it. I'm imagine. I'm imagining it has to wait. How can you? No, no, no. Or which Pokemon? Which Pokemon? Okay. What ghost type Pokemon can get tackle? That's pretty right, much the so question. I'm, so, I'm guessing that they have to be uh, um, dual type skater. So, I'm guessing it's Pumpkaboo. I would say if Aegislash Slash Line gets it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Pumpkaboo, Aegislash. Slash. Uh, do we have any other guesses that we can maybe try and narrow down? 
Um, um, well, I'm definitely positive on Age of Slash. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, and then... Um, what other dual types do we have besides the Gengar line? Because I'm positive they don't have uh, um, Tackle. You know what? I, I, I feel pretty confident in Punkaboo for, like, no reason. So I'm I'm good with just saying Age Slash and Punkaboo. I, I don't know. I, I feel like more like Phantom than Punkaboo. Um, I don't think Pumpkaboo has it. I think Fantup has it. I think you're just getting them mixed up. Really? The tree? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We'll do Fantup and... Uh, um, Age of Slash? Age Slash. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll be final answer. That is correct on both accounts. It Ooh. is uh, Phantom... What's the third one? Uh, Decidueye. Oh. Decidueye okay. can Decidueye get tackled. Yeah, it doesn't get ghosts right. till later, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I always think of Decidueye as grass because I always see him in the TCG. I don't even. I never played with him. I would. Uh, I'm kind of waiting for that ghost type Decidueye in the TCG. It's not going to be good. It's going to be like the dark type Greninja, but uh, <laughs> it it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting just to get like ghost type Decidueye in the TCG. That would be cool. Uh, all right, though. So that that's five points for you guys so far. Yeah. All right. So you got to get this next one, which is uh, the base deck no question, as always. And I want to know about defense today, though HP is my favorite one to ask because nobody has any intuition for base HP. Um, <laughs> but I want to know about ba- base defense, and I want to know what normal type Pokemon has the highest base defense. Well, that's a rude question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So. Um, I, like I, my immediate thought is something like the Snorlax line. Right, yeah. Um, I don't think that, uh, my, my second thought is, uh, um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, the one that has the like ability where he's waiting. Slaking? Every, yeah, Slaking, but, um, he could have it. Oh wait, wait, highest base defense for a normal type. Yeah. Um, that's gotta, that's gotta be, uh, um, is it one of the, is, is it the, the Regig- well, I was thinking Regigigas. Ooh, Regigigas is a good one. Um, mm-hmm. but any- I also know his main, his main attack or his main thing is his giant attack stat. So he could be wrong. What about Odno though? No, I think like that, Odno that mega, is- that mega Odno is really bulky. Um, yeah, but I think that's like. So, so for like Chansey and Autono and stuff like that, I think that's health. I don't think that's no. I'm defense pretty sure Autono is defense. Like I want to, I really feel like Autono is. Uh, if I remember correctly, that it gets real fat. Like as far as not like HP necessarily, but like base defense. Really, I because th- like Megas also get that weird boost. Yeah, well, we still haven't used our hint. Um, I just there, I, uh, I feel strongly it, about Odno. All right, is is there a hint that you can give us, Thatch? Uh, if I do, and you get this right, you only get six points for today. If you get this right without using the hint, you get seven points. Okay. Um. All right. All or nothing. I'm going with Gator. You're going with uh, Odno or Mega Odno? <laughs> uh, Mega Odno. That makes more uh, sense, Mega. obviously. <laughs> Um, the that is correct. Mega Autono oh, has God. the highest base nice. defense okay. of all normal type Pokemon with a base de- defense of one twenty six. 
you were making me question myself there. I was about to be like, all right, let's go with that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 I've never, I've never used Audino. Like I think I picked it up once on like my first playthrough through gen five and looked at its stats. And I was like, Nope. So I haven't looked at uh, TCG cast this week or game corner the week before that to know um, who has what points. So I haven't added those in yet. Um, Scrawn and uh, Sigma were on the last one, right? Yeah. Okay. doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and I want to read you off the new standing. So right now, Basket and Gator are tied for first place with 12 yeah. points. Whimsicott is in third with seven. Shamu is pulling up fourth place, tied with Sublime with five points. Scrawn and R Sigma are tied for sixth with one point, and everybody else has yet to get on the board. So there you have it, guys. I mean, it's only been like three weeks, so you guys are doing pretty pretty solid. Pretty solid what, point-wise. What's, what's, my, what's my point total? Twelve. Again, you have twelve. Nice. Currently, yeah. Only 18 more to go to get that $20 credit towards your Nintendo Switch. Puckles Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. They have five questions to answer today. Whimsicott and Maximus will be operating as a team so that they can score points against those of them, uh, those of their fellow co-hosts, and hopefully beat somebody to 30 points. I think it's highly competitive right now. So we'll see how that goes and how this turns out. Maybe somebody today will take the lead. If not, it's going to be a close race right now. They are playing for... Twenty dollars of PokemonCenter.com credit. I say credit because Basket is Thank too you, Basket. specific, and, <laughs> uh, and I used to say a plush under twenty dollars. But thanks a lot, Basket. You can uh, you can you do you, buddy. And so they there are going to be five questions, one point per question. However, one question will have a bonus point. They have one hint to use as a lifeline throughout the questioning. However, if they get all of the questions correct without using the hint. They get an additional point for a possible total of seven. So if you guys are ready, I am ready to get it started. Let's get it on. All right. So the first couple of these questions are going to come from Claude nine. So I apologize in advance. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do me dirty body. No. (laughs) From in to out. What direction does the swirl on Poliwhirl's belly go? Clockwise or counterclockwise? Those are your two answers. This is a 50-50. Uh, and this brings me back to the anime that test Ash did. Ugh. It changes when it evolves to. Um, okay, so from in to out, I'm trying to picture it in my head, and I am like 60% sure it goes counterclockwise, which is better than that 50-50 chance. What do you think? Honestly, since it's only one or the other, uh, uh, I'm not good at picking 50 50. I usually lose. <laughs> um, you said Poliwhirl, right? I did say Poliwhirl from in to out. So from the center to the out. Mm. Well, Poliwrath, wait, does Poliwrath and Poliwhirl have the same one? No, I, I think. I, I know it changes when it evolves. I think it changes when it evolves from. Poliwhirl to Poliwrath. Because I'm pretty sure Poliwrath is, you know, count, is counterclockwise, I believe. Poliwrath is counterclockwise. 
But Carly Whirl, that's another one. I'm going to so, need an answer. Do you want to go clockwise on this one? Yeah, sure, let's just go clockwise, I guess. Yeah. Clockwise is correct. That oh, is. Do you know how I got to that reasoning? It's no. super yeah. absurd. It, explain. Okay, so in Japanese, you write from right to left. So yes. if you were to draw a spiral, you would instinctively draw it counterclockwise from in to out. And so since Polywag was the first designed, I thought if it changes from Polywag to Polyworld, the one on Polyworld will be clockwise. That is, Wait, but what's- that is, it does change. So for those of you at home, it does change from it is counterclockwise on Polywag and then clockwise on both Polyworld and Polywrath. Just so everybody's clear, that is how it goes. And uh, Polytoad doesn't really have a spiral. It's just a it's just a frog. So that is but that is good. That is one point for you guys today. If you're ready, I'll give you question number two. This is one of my own making. And this is pertaining to Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And I want to know how many dark type Pokemon are available in those games? Two. Alolan Raticate and Alolan Rattata, if you import them from Let's Go. And, yeah, because do they let Eevees evolve into everything? Or do they let Eevee evolve only with the stones? And are we only talking about, like, official news right now, or... Uh, what? Yes. Uh, so, for everything we know in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, how many Dark type Pokemon can you obtain? Okay. Currently. So, um, even if I you transfer remember. from Go, that's that's true. Also, exactly. Okay. So, yeah. if you transfer from Go, that's the two I mentioned, and then there is also two more, which is Alolan Grimer and Alolan Muck, and that makes four. Hmm. And then, if you can evolve Eevee and not your starter Eevee, we know that one doesn't evolve. Yeah. So, um, so, so, question. We don't get Crobat, right? It's just the original 151 and the Alolan forms. Right, Maximus? I believe so. I haven't heard any mentioning of other evolutions past Kanto, at least from then, my knowledge. Yeah, that that I think it's just those four, the the, the four dark type Alolan forms. Are there any other ones that I'm forgetting? As far as Alolan forms, no. Volpix and Santru are both ice. Mm-mm. And Marox Ghost. Marox Ghost, yeah. Yeah, and Dragon Psychic. No, I think it's those four. That's your final answer, four. Maximus. Yeah, I got nothing else. All right, that is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is six. Um, you forgot about Meowth. Oh, oh. that's right. Yeah. Oh, that, that unintentional oh. joke. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but that gives you, you're still, you, you've got one point out of two questions. You're okay. Um, well, people are going to hate us for that one. So, it's just, I. I've had so many Alola Meowths in Pokemon Go that I just don't want to think about that Pokemon anymore. You're not wrong. You're not wrong to think that. <laughs> All right. So this next one is also from Claude9. And he wants to know, prior to Gen 6, 
what Pokemon is the only Pokemon whose cry was not altered when it faints or is sent out with a status condition? One Pokemon's particular cry would not be changed. What? So when you would okay. send it out and it would faint, it would change the pitch, but this Pokemon wouldn't change. For some reason... Prior to Gen 6. Exactly. So, prior to Gen 6. And then it changed in Gen 6? Uh, so, I'd, that so more probably happened in Gen 6. Something different happened. In, because there's a Pokemon that got their cries updated in Gen 6 when most other Pokemon didn't. In fact, there's two of them. One of them was Pikachu, and the other was Bidoof. So I'm thinking, since Pikachu probably had all of its different cries from yellow on at least, I think it might have to be Bidoof. Is that your final answer? Uh, Bidoof. I mean, I, I know it got its cries updated. I don't know if it was about this, though, but it's the only one I can think of. Got no arguments here. So Bidoof is your final answer? Yeah. That is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, the answer is actually Chatot, because Chatot's cry was real weird until Gen 6. Oh, that's right, because you, you could record yep. with Chatter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't know the thing about Bidoof, though. That's interesting trivia. Uh, I, I <laughs> If I was into the half-point game still, I'd give you a half a point for just mentioning that. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm not in the half point game anymore. So you have to earn another half point. <laughs> so I give you a whole one. Um, uh, so you're still I guess I'm just I'm just adding another person to my list of people who are never allowed to send you true questions ever again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next question is your bonus point question, and it comes from Seth Vilo. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I trust him anymore than I trust Claude9. <laughs> there are actually two Pokemon lines that have the sand veil ability that aren't immune to sand damage because of their typing. What are they? Okay, one, one of them is the, her one, one the Herdier line. That's, that's, a, that's a famous one. Sand veil, not sand rush. Uh, oh, sand veil. I'll be nice much. and be nice about that and correct you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Well, I'm keeping quiet. So, Maximus, um, uh, Sand Veil, what are some... Okay, so in order to be immune to sand, you have to be ground, rock, or steel, right? Right, so it's none of those types. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... So, Sandvale, Sandvale, Sandvale. I'm thinking stuff that lives in the desert, like in Gen 3. But, uh, oh, one of them could be Maractus. Yeah, that could be, because they are in the desert. Yeah, one of them could be Maractus. And the, what about Maractus and the Catmia line? How about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I'm almost sure that Cacnea does get it. But you know what? We we botched a few questions, and the next one is the base stat question. And if Ash is a man of his words, we already know the answer. I'm not, so, because I forgot Poke at the episode last week. So I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that you disappoint me. But anyway, do you want to use the hint to figure out if we're going in the right direction with this? We can. Okay. 
We're using the hint. Uh, one of these is a Gen 3 Pokemon, and one of these is a Gen 6 Pokemon. Uh, you are correct oh. about the typings. They're not, they're not ground, rock, or steel. Uh, one is uh, one is grass, um, grass, and there could be another typing with it. And another one is electric, and there could also be another typing with it. Electric. Okay, so you're yeah. totally right about cacnea. Um, and, and a Gen a, Six, an electric Gen Six Pokemon with Sand Veil. Ooh. Um, it also has dry do. skin. Oh, oh, on the air. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So, Cacnea and Heliolisk are correct on both accounts. That gives you three points for today. Our next question is the base stat question. And I totally forgot who the Pokemon of the episode was last week. Though, uh, you can feel more than free for an extra bonus point to tell me what it was. (laughs) <laughs> it was Hariyama, and it has the highest base, base HP, HP of all fighting, fighting types. Type Pokemon. <laughs> all right, there's a bonus point. Yay. Uh, <laughs> give you four points Seriously? No, please. Uh, and then on top... Okay, but now here's the real base stack question. What is the fastest dragon-type Pokemon of all dragon-type Pokemon? Nagonadel. Wait, are we counting legendaries? We're counting everything, man. Legendaries... Um, non legends, megas, everything. Like, fastest, I, I know they, fastest dragon type. Why do I just want to say mega Rayquaza just for default for some reason? Ooh, I don't that's know. another one. Like I know Naganado has really stupid alternate Crossma. It's alternate Crossma, isn't it? <laughs> Think, why does Gen Seven have so many? Freakishly powerful things with stats that are completely beyond any previous bounds. Oh gosh! So my guesses are Nicanadil, uh Ultra Necrozma, <laughs> and yours are Mega Rayquaza. And watch, watch, watch both of them be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I I can tell you, it's like. Pretty much none of those pseudo legendaries. Oh, yeah. The most they get up to is like most of them are one, slow. Actually, it's like one ten with Mega Solomon's. So uh, is Mega Solomon's one ten? Because Solomon's is one hundred. I'm pretty sure Mega Solomon's like one ten or one fifteen. So mm. I'm gonna need and an I, answer. Like, okay. What which of the three do you want to go with? For some reason, I think Mega Salamis is the slowest one out of the three of them. For some reason, no, no, no. I mean, uh, Alternacrosma, Mega Rayquaza, or Naganadel. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about Naganadel. Uh, let's go to uh, Naganadel. Okay. Naganadel. Naganadel is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is actually, wait for it, Mega Sceptile. With the <gasps> base 145, of Base course. 145. The next fastest is Ultra Necrozma with the base 129. Wow, that, that's, the, that's a big gap, actually. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. huge. I, I saw that one. I thought I'd be able to Mega throw people Sceptile for a loop. Exists. Yep. Mega Sceptile, man, he's so much fun. He's like the best. 
Uh, oh. I hope you could hear my like literal physical face palm through the microphone. <laughs> that is four points for you guys today. You have uh, four awesome trivia points, and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and give those to you to see where you stack up against the rest of the competitors, the rest of the field. See where you guys can how close you are to getting that twenty dollars of Pokemon Storage credit <laughs> because Basket has to ruin everything for everyone. Um, he doesn't want things to be fluffy. He's not my real friend. So I didn't <laughs> update anything for anything recent. Um, but okay, that does change up the standings kind of almost. Uh, I still love you, Basket. <laughs> okay, so in first place, we have Basket and Gator tied with 12 points apiece, followed up by Whimsicott in third place with 11 points. In fourth, we have Dr. Shamu and Sublime tied with five points. In sixth, po- in sixth place, we have Maximus with four points. And in seventh place, we have Sigma and Scrawn with one point. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. Uh, so that's good. Good for you guys. Yay. Let's all slow clap. We hope you like that. If you want to keep up with Puckle throughout the week, you can go over to the main feed at Puckle Podcast. Or you could, of course, just check us out on Discord. Link is in the show notes. You can always support the show in a number of ways by checking out our YouTube channel for more content. You can also check out our Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. And our YouTube is youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. You can, of course, help support the show in a variety of different ways. The first being checking out our T Public store, purchasing something. You could also go ahead and uh, you can go subscribe to us on Twitch with a Twitch Prime membership, or you can go buy some Vite Ramen using code Puckle at checkout for a 10% discount. Or uh, more importantly, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. But we hope you liked it, and we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.